2: One Finn, one Poe, one weekly discussion of comics and nerd culture. I am your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer.
0: And I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd and the best pilot in the Rebel Alliance.
2: <laughs> we are the Handsome Voice Comics Hour, your home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter and much, much more. This is episode 129 and I'm a traitor.
0: You are a traitor.
2: I finally, traitor! i finally seen that movie.
0: I know. We finally can make references. I'm totally gay for you. I'd say they're, 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 they're being accused of being incredibly gay. What's your, what's your thoughts on that?
2: Uh, I, whatever. There, it's not explicit, it's not explicitly, you know, either way. I know, way, but so. he made a face. He did make a face. Why would he,
0: why you know, would he make a face, Robbie? Oscar Isaac did say that, me that. He,
2: he, he said in an interview that he was playing it as, you know, like romantic when when mm-hmm. he was talking to Finn.
0: Uh, and and Tumblr exploded.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I just saw uh, just saw a post actually about how like imagine if Tumblr existed when the first Star Wars came out and like all the people who would be like uh, the 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 shipping wars between Luke and Leia and Leia and Han mm-hmm. and then what would happen when the the when uh uh well, I'm, I'm
0: when Chewbacca yeah. turned out to be her true love, yeah, when
2: she, exactly. When the fifth movie came out, when mm-hmm. when it was revealed that they are brother and sister, what would have happened on the tumblers?
0: Mm. Eh, who knows? That people would still be making. Oh yes, yeah. So, yeah uh, exactly. They would still be making porn about it. No, furry I'm sh- porn, oh, I'm
2: sure. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll have more discussion about that a little bit later. I think. mm Hmm. And probably get to no real conclusion. Yeah, uh, that's that's
0: that that that's that's what the internet's about.
2: Yeah. Uh, we are reading Alex plus Ada later on for Nurboy Book Club. Well, it's
0: pronounced that way, huh?
2: I don't know. It. I mean, when I you search for it, it says Alex plus Ada, not Alex and. I mean, I don't know. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm just. It's on the cover of the comic book.
0: Can't go. You can't trust that. I I, I like Alex and Ada. Thank you. It but sounds better. Whatever. It's It certainly does. Alex plus Ada. Just...
2: But she's a robot, so there's math. Mm-hmm. Mm, so plus. Mm. I don't know. You ready to talk about some newer comic books, Eric?
0: Yes, I'm not going to make my voice go that high, though.
2: Okay, good. It is time for Weekly Floppies.
1: <laughs>
2: Weekly Floppies is the part of the show where Eric and I review a selection of this week's books, tell you to buy or do not buy them. Uh, there may or may not be a mush meter involved. It goes from one to five. There are also sometimes decimals because there's two of us, and averages work that way. But
0: Excellent yeah. breakdown.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Bow>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wonderful.
2: You, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. We're,
0: we're all welcome. The world is better because of that.
2: The entirety of the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Our first book, Eric, I know you're excited about it.
0: I feel a little funny about this. This is
2: The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, number zero.
0: Because, of course, it is. is
2: written by Kyle Higgins, illustrated by Hendry Presechia. Colors by Matt Herms. Letters by Ed Dukeshire. Dukeshire. With, uh, he, gets,
0: he gets around the there's, Dukeshire. There's a
2: couple of backup stories as well. Uh, one mm-hmm. by Steve Orlando, Corn Howell. Another by Margaret Scott, Daniel Bayless. I, pr- pronounce that name for me, Eric. M-
0: uh, Jughead Scott. <laughs>
2: There's an M in there.
0: I said it right.
2: Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> did you ever watch the Power Rangers, Eric?
0: Negative. I was. I, I think I'm. You're just I might too old for it. Just a little bit too old for it. It I, it probably was right in your sweet spot though, wasn't it?
2: This in this era, protect in particular the the original Power Rangers and then the Green slash White Lantern saga. Yes, this this, this is Rangers. this is what I'm familiar with. Yeah, that and this is yep, this is uh, right when I was watching that all this stuff was happening. Yeah, I, and obviously this is a lot more uh, kind of backstory in detail and uh better writing, honestly. <laughs> than no, that was in the Power Rangers. It is
0: it, you can't really say too much bad about it. I I I would think that anything that's really stupid and corny about this, it's just a layover from the genre of, uh, of like the Team Sentai crap, mm-hmm. which I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of this, you know, common writer, and, um, well, this is like, this is kind of like the thing, but I'm trying to think of, oh, what's the one that I'm thinking of? I don't know. You've Saint seen... Seiya, I'm, I think I'm thinking you've, of.
2: You've exhausted. Common writer is the only other one I know of, so.
0: There's plenty. This is a big genre in, uh, in Japan. Uh, probably almost as popular as you know other other genres you've heard of. I'm sure.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: uh, uh, but I yeah. I don't know. I I like this. I don't, it it makes it it's kind of like Power Rangers written for adults.
0: Kind of, but not really. Not
2: really. I mean, it's still you have to be a nerd who like. I think I don't. Okay, as a person who never has been a fan of Power Rangers, what what where you lay on this?
0: I I recognize that it's written by people that are, they're they're it's well written. They act and talk like people. Uh the story makes sense. It's at least somewhat compelling. The art is very good in all three stories. Yeah, it is. I it completely falls flat for me. I am I'm just not interested in the 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 big corny characters. The villains are a huge turnoff for me. I mean it's not it's not wretched and there are there are illustrations in here that make me kind of want to own it just on I I mean I would I would say buy just on the strength of the illustrations alone but it's just really strange it's it, it if this is a uh, if this is nostalgic for you go for it if not you can easily pass on this I I am I am not getting anything out of it
2: so so do not buy
0: yeah, probably so. Even though, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say it's bad, but I think that's that probably should be the official recommendation. I I don't see any reason to buy this unless you feel nostalgic for the Power Rangers.
2: I yeah I I I, I am nostalgic for this particular era of the Power mm-hmm. Rangers. I cannot go back and watch this I mean, it's still running. That it never stopped. Yeah. Uh, I can't watch the newer, like, after this. Like, it hit me at this particular time when I was, God knows, like, 10 years old or whatever. And so I like this particular Tommy and the Green Ranger stuff. I just really, it was the coolest thing when I was a kid. And I like this a lot. Uh, And it looks really nice. You are right about that. It is a very pretty book. Um, And I like everything about it. Bye. Although I probably agree with your assessment that Mm -hmm. I didn't never watch the show. I probably think it was... Uh so yeah. that's that's a split decision for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number zero. But it's a good zero issue. I will say that.
0: But. Yeah, for a zero issue, it, it doesn't we don't like just stare at someone floating in space or, you know, yeah. Yeah. Do nothing. Do
2: yeah. Our next book is Robin War, number two, the the daring conclusion. Written by Tom King, Kerry Randolph, Alvaro Martinez, and Raul Fernandez, uh Carmine D, Jim Mancico, Steve Pugh, and Scott McDaniel, and Oni, Owen, Andy Owens on art. Chris Sotomayor, Emilia Lopez, Matt Lopez on colors. Tom Napolitano on letters. Whew, that's a lot of people. Mm hmm. Um, and despite the fact that I, I did I list six names on 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 art for this, uh, I I think this is a really good conclusion. I, I think yeah. it, it really nailed the landing
0: it uh it's satisfactory for sure i mean i uh i don't know it did pretty much what i wanted it to do i was uh i was pleased i was a little bit uh i was a little bit surprised it was better than i thought it was going to be even though i was enjoying it so it is still to me a little bit mushy why the court of owls wants What? what it wants i mean obviously they're just trying to blackmail uh dick grayson into mm-hmm. being their servant or whatever but it's still kind of weird
2: uh you, we will eventually read the dick grayson Cordoval's of owls original story
0: mm-hmm. so there's there's history and yes there's
2: like there's a, there's, a, there's a, a lot of history there uh, okay there's
0: a piece that i'm missing and that's
2: interesting yeah that this is not the first appearance of court of owls. um no clearly or they're they have yeah they have history with dick grayson and uh that so that I means i i feel like they are a, a good antagonist for this and i'm very interested in the new status quo it makes me very interested to see where grayson the book is going to go now that you know how does that work with his him being a quote-unquote spy still you know all that stuff i'm very interested to see how it all works um but and i like i i feel like this book really, ac- the, the biggest thing this book accomplished was that it gave some characters, you know, the, the We Are Robin characters. I actually feel something about them now, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, 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 you know, I'd like it's not, I'm already kind of invested in all the Robins. Like, you know, I know them all. I've seen, read many stories with them, but these, you know, the, the We Are Robin kids, this gave them a little bit more character, gave it a little bit more. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm more likely to continue reading, you know, We Are Robin after mm-hmm. this, which I think is, Maybe part of the reason I don't know. It, I I liked it. It was good. Happy with it how it ended. I I my main complaint is I don't like how there's a billion artists on it. But
0: <laughs> we do say that every time because DC can't get a book out without making forty five people draw it.
2: Well, it. well, they yes they want it out you know within two weeks or something. So they have we'll work on it to get it out on their schedule regardless if it is better for the book or not. Um. I I don't know I I wouldn't have mind waited waiting for one person to draw it all but it's just how DC does things mm. I mean it, it, none of it's particularly bad but it's just you know it's the jumping from one page to the next and sometimes the art shifting styles and stuff like that I don't necessarily enjoy it I'm still by though it's, it was a good event I'm I'm happy with this this is a good mm-hmm. Robin War and it got kind of concise you know it, it didn't have a, a billion parts you
1: know
0: it didn't didn't have Brainiac telling you a single pun with uh d c titles <laughs> he didn't he didn't appear and tell you in a weird, floaty voice anything we just got a good story
2: you have to say
0: it. what do I have to say that you're stupid and you smell bad?
2: we say that you have to say it's a buy
0: do I have to say it's a buy? If
2: you're a buy, you have to say it's
0: a- okay well, I'm a person that says it's a buy. Does that mean I'm a buy?
2: double buy Robin Moore number two on our next d c book
0: that's what you get for antagonizing me.
2: It is Green Lantern Corps, Edge of Oblivion, number one. Written by Tom Taylor, art Ethan Van Skyver, colors Jason Wright, letters Dave Sharp. Uh, Green Lantern Voyager? This is what this is? Kind of? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched Voyager. No. Okay. No, I did not. It's the Star Trek one where they got lost and they had to come yeah. back to Earth. Uh, then this is kind of that sort of thing. Um,
0: with angry squirrels,
2: it has an angry squirrel in there. Uh, some giant people with mm-hmm. no lower faces, or they black. just
0: have they just have black
2: black lower faces. They're
0: wearing they stockings.
2: It looks really strange because you can't, especially those one dude. Like you never, really ever see his teeth. So just like, you have like I don't. It does. It, it's very disconcerting. I guess so that is the desired effect. Um. Oh, this is the particular brand of Green Lantern comic book that I can get behind.
0: Yeah, it's it's not it's not horrible i uh I don't know, I enjoyed it. It's just something about everything. It's just d c books, man. They just sit so weirdly with me. They just feel strange it's it's difficult for me to put my finger on it. Maybe it's mostly this like stock standard d c artwork and I don't know, man. It's almost like weird to be in this story. Do you get that at all?
2: it it i don't know it's just it's a very comic booky comic book you mm-hmm. know I, and not I, not
0: necessarily in a bad way. No, no. And, I, it, it you know, certainly I. certainly a lot worse. No,
2: and there's, I kind of want to read that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, yeah. uh, as much as I like the new wave of comics that are kind of almost actually becoming a, mm-hmm. a
0: majority presence. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost, it's pretty much the norm now.
2: Yeah, like I, you know, like I mentioned last week uh, in the, the Colin Bunn X-Men book and with, even with Greg Land, mm-hmm. I, it's, I like it once in a while. I don't need the, you know, the I like the, hey, look, big, bold pronouncements, Green Lanterns forming a giant shield around Mogo and like <laughs> ridiculousness and stuff like that. And I honestly, I think I like this Green Lantern book because there's no how and there's no Kyle in it. I like, it's just the, you know, it's all the, it's Guy Gardner and, you know, like a squirrel and the, uh, you know, the weirder ones, the weirder Green Lanterns, the more the, 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 the outcasts, the weird alien looking guys. And I kind of like the, it was a good, there's a good cliffhanger in it. I, I, you know, it is genuinely interesting, you know, let's see what, you know, a, a planet full of dead, theoretically dead people have to be brought back into the world and stuff like that. And now there's, you know, they're, they're, it's an, introducing some interesting things.
0: So how much do you like uh, Clark Kent and Lois Lane as th- uh, 30 foot space robot people?
2: I'm for it. Mm. For it, not again it.
0: For it, not again it. Yeah. And his I'm, name is Dimsus. It's not a good name.
2: I'm not sure if Dimsis is going to make it out of this out of this comic book alive. So I'm not too concerned about it honestly. Do
0: mm. you think they're going to have a a tragic end to their story?
2: Uh, yes. <laughs> Long and short of it, yes, I don't think either of those 30 foot tall people are going to make it.
0: Yeah. And yeah, flying uh, catfish sperm also bit it. It was yeah. really shameful.
2: Mhm. It's yeah, poor guy. Mhm. Bye.
0: Honestly, hmm. I think I have to throw some mush in there. Just I mean it's it's not bad, but I this book doesn't excite me, but I don't think I can really go I, I'll I'll go 2 out of 5 on the mush meter. Uh by 2 out of 5. Okay. It's just it just doesn't feel terribly great to me. It's I think I'm having uh, oh, I think I'm having Sinestro war flashbacks. That's what it is.
2: Well, Sinistro War had like 30 Green Lanterns die on like first page. Mm-hmm. And this book has just one. It's true. But, uh, so it's double by Green Lantern Core, Edge of Oblivion number one, but the mush meter of 1.0. Oh, that's two divided by two is one. You are so good at math. I'm good at it. Uh, moving on, our next book is All New Wolverine number four, also written by Tom Taylor. With David Lopez and David Navarro on Art, Nathan Fairbairn doing colors, Corey Pettit on letters. This is the X twenty three as Wolverine book. Uh we I've been meaning to check it out. But, you know, it's good enough time as any. And I certainly am not confused by what's happening. It's No, a- it's
0: it's an excellent jumping on point considering it's the fourth issue. hmm That's really well done.
2: Yeah, and honestly, you don't even have to read the recap page; eh? you could still get a good enough understanding about what's and happening. I did not,
0: and I did. There you go. <laughs> I never read them.
2: <laughs> good state you you know, I don't know. You understand what's what's happening? Uh, yes. And I, I don't know. I it. I think I feel like it straddles the line between those the two kind of the schism. That we talked just talked about, like it has some of that comic booky comic book stuff in it, but it also has like that kind of funny, smart, like ha 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 wink nod kind of stuff with the uh, hipster Doctor Strange. And
0: he doesn't have his hipster mustache though. That Uh-oh. breaks my heart. Oh, it's too bad. He's got his Errol Flynn mustache
2: and jokes about dudes on the internet.
0: Yeah, they do say that.
2: I mean, yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. I liked it. I I don't I don't really have kind of many feelings for X twenty three. Um, I've been like I've heard you know some of her miniseries and and solo books have been like critically acclaimed, but never have been super successful. And I've been always meant to go back and read them. I never have. I've I've enjoyed her in the few times I've encountered her in in books, but usually you know I don't haven't really had much experience with her. But I don't know. This we is
0: we didn't really care for her and all new all different Avengers.
2: No, but I didn't care for much in that book. Uh, no, that was all different, all, all new all new X-Men. She was in mm-hmm. that one with the original five, right? I can't even remember. Uh, uh, but this book, I like it. How about that?
0: This book is well worth liking. Doctor Strange in a lab coat.
2: Mm-hmm. It just appears with a lab coat on. Mm-hmm. S- snaps his thumb, snaps his fingers, lab Sna- coat.
0: Yep, snaps his finger, snaps your neck.
2: And he has—he's no more. He's, he has a blue shirt, yellow tie kind of deal going on too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. It—it's it, done a lot to making you care about these characters in a very short amount of time. Uh, I don't know. It's not the best book in the world, but it—it—it—I don't. I can't. I don't know. I don't have any specific complaints about it.
0: I like it a lot. Yeah. To be perfectly frank, I—I—I I, I don't know. As weird as. The Green Lantern book felt, this feels right to me. I, I don't know. I think that it's just they're having the conversation with the right guy now. They they weren't quite talking to the right person with that Green Lantern book. This is this is more the thing that I'm that I'm interested in. This is what feels good to me. Clones. And maybe it's, huh, clones always clones. They can call this the Clone Saga.
2: Oh, no, don't do that. Are you don't sure? Even, don't even say it out loud. <laughs> What saga? Yeah, precisely. But I'm going to buy. I, I'm kind of curious to see how this book does and if how long she's Wolverine.
1: hmm Because
2: they were Marvel's... I don't know. They were... They, I don't know if you saw that teaser thing that came out last week about dead no longer or dead mm-hmm. no more or something. And Wolverine sure is number one on that list of currently dead characters. Yep. Even though there's an old man Logan book coming out soon with an old... The old Logan.
0: The, old, the I mean... It's like how DC is going to publish double Batman, they're going to publish double Wolverine. Except, to outdo them, they're going to do triple Wolverine. Tri-
2: triple Wolverine.
0: Yeah, because they have that many Wolverines now.
2: Wolverine War? When, mm. when are we getting that?
0: When are we getting Wolverine War? I am Wolverine. Old Man Logan versus
2: yeah. versus, 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 versus regular Logan versus, versus Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, no. Can, we shouldn't say those words aloud. They're also they might
0: uh, they uh, they're already making it the secret. They've might make that it.
2: happen in real life, and we don't want that. <laughs> the, the secret.
0: <laughs> don't put those positive vibes into the universe, don't, bro.
2: Don't put those thoughts out there. Things happen if you do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm a buy on this book.
0: Yeah, I'm a I'm a very happy buy about this book for Super Reels here.
1: Ooh,
2: so double buy, all new Wolverine number four. Our final book, and, this is by, and for certain, the large, the biggest release of this week uh, is finally, finally, the last issue of Secret Wars, Secret Wars number nine, written and designed by Jonathan Hickman, art East Ed colors by Sorcina, letters Clayton Cows, production by Idet Weinco. Oh wow, uh, this is a. Uh, it did not do what I expected it to do. What What did you expect it to do? Mm, I I didn't know. I didn't have any precise predictions, but I did think Reed was going to die.
0: How do you kill Reed Richards? That's just, that's just silly.
2: They've done it before. Yeah. It's not the first, it wouldn't be the first time. Nah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I, I was really pleased with it. Uh, I thought it, it really did a good job of being true to all these characters and getting kind of to the core of Doom vs. Reed, you know? And having, uh, a, a, leaving the, I don't know. It kind of leaves what happens to Reed and Sue Mm open-ended, but I feel like that is by design. I feel like there's going to eventually be Reed and Sue universe builder comic book occasionally somewhere down the line. I don't know. uh, Eric, I'll ask you this. This never occurred to me until I finished reading this book. You know, reading through this whole thing, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and Doom is God, right? And he can create the world however he wants. He has unlimited power. This never occurred to me, and I feel really stupid for it, is with all that power, why didn't he unscar his face? And then Reed does it at the end of this, yes, which shows explains why Doom has a clean face, but it, I think it speaks to Doom that he didn't do it to himself when he has the power to so. I don't know. It, I think that's an interesting thing to me that it just never occurred, but it seems like an obvious thing for him to do, right? You know? Yes. Infinite power of a god. Um, What do you give me thoughts? Are you happy with how this ended?
0: I am um, really at this point. I'm just like, I enjoy it. I probably need to read it again and then maybe read the whole series together. I mean, I feel like I was like 30 years younger when I started reading this book. I think I just need to sort of read it all again. Think on it a little bit more. I mean, it's a good satisfactory ending, but I feel like I'm not getting enough out of it just from a single read-through, which is all I've been able to put in at this point. Well, uh, <laughs> But I, I do like your thought about that, though, that, like, what, what does that reveal about his character? Because it doesn't make sense that there's some actual physical reason he can't do it. Uh, and, that there's something about the way he views himself that he has to leave it. But Reed heals him. It is interesting.
2: Secret Wars number one came out in May. Yeah. May 6th, to be precise.
0: That's um 7 months, 8 months, 9, I don't know. I don't know how numbers work. I'm sure I could stop and think about it for like a
2: second. Well, <laughs> don't got
0: don't got time for that.
2: 6 June to December is is 6 months. So one more month on top of that would be 7.
0: I guess for 9 issues, that's uh that's not really late at all, is it?
2: Uh when it's a, a comic. It yeah. is like <laughs> But no honestly it, it that's and the, I mean that, what do you think about that like we we just got finished talking about Rob Moore having like a zillion okay. artists and getting done do you think this is all the better because it is just East Adribick and there's no other fill-ins I think it'd be more difficult with him because his you know his style is so I, well, clearly I don't, identifiable
0: I don't yeah I don't think that it's I don't think people should try and pretend to be other people it's not I mean you can have assistance and you can have help you know like all that's fine but I definitely prefer this. He's put out nine issues in a perfectly reasonable amount of time. They look great. They look consistent. I mean, I don't know. I will probably read this a couple of times in my life. It seems stupid. Like, I, I don't know that I'm going to want to ever read uh, Robin War again. It's going to have 13,000 different artists on it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just not as concise. Or as interesting a statement that way, this I don't know it feels bigger and bolder and more important that one person saw it through all the way, yeah, I don't know, it, it definitely speaks to mediocrity being forever,
2: yeah, and i and I, you know the the kind of the how they view immediate you know satisfaction versus well, this may be this will probably be around for a long time, you know, probably want it to be good for a long time. You know, not have villain artists or multiple artists. You know, I mean, Civil War also got delayed a million times, but no one—I don't think many people remember that at this point. I think no, and it is consistently a bestseller for Marvel even now. I, some of that's related to the film that coming out, but still, you know, I think it speaks a little bit to the how the companies view you know these events. But I don't know. It 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 sets the stage really well for uh. These for for the for the Marvel Universe. Um, they say it's no longer the Six One Six Universe anymore. That's the official word out of Marvel that the new universe is a different thing. It's just that that's what it is. Guess they're gonna rebuild their own multiverse in a certain mm-hmm. way. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. You know, it's an interesting thing. I kind of want that Reed Sue comic right now. I think that's a really great idea. Space adventurers mm-hmm. making universes,
0: throwing balls of universes into the sp- into space.
2: Yeah but i'm a am a fan secret wars 9 I, I it's great i don't you know i i i the redoom rivalry is is always great and Hickman knows them really well as characters mm-hmm.
0: it always feels good to have him write uh have him write the ff i really like this um uh, this uh this black panther section mm-hmm. i i feel like he's always in the background he's always on the sidelines and everything i read And it felt really good and really natural hearing him interact with these characters and
2: act like a person. Hey, no, no, I'm that, that Todd, I Coates book. I'm really excited about that. Mm -hmm. I'm really interested to see what that turns into. And with him being in the, the, the movies soon, I, I expect more, even more kind of focus on him in the comics.
0: I sincerely hope so.
2: And I, you know, I, i think he's always black panther has had a couple times where he's had good comics but for the most part the idea and the kind of the promise of that character has never been fulfilled like he's never been given it like as much as he as that character kind of could as much as it could be how interesting and, and like dynamic he could be like it's never really been fully utilized in marvel and i hopefully they start I you know, I think Hickman has made, you know, has used him a lot, and I feel like hopefully it continues. I think with, you know, obviously Ta-Nehisi Coates writing a comic for him and him being having his own movie and being in the Captain America movie, I feel like he's, you know, I think a lot of these, you know, characters are going to get more attention just because they're on TV or in the movies. Yeah, yeah. I assume you're a buy on Secret Wars number nine. That is
0: a solid assumption. Okay,
2: let's double buy on Secret Wars number nine. Did you read anything else this week? Hell no. <laughs> I read Injection. Uh, it's still really good.
0: Still very injecting.
2: It's it, this. Uh, this arc is certainly more focused on, like, it's a smaller story than mm-hmm. that last arc. I'm uh, enjoying it, but that's. I think that's the only, uh, only other book I read this week. There's a new Thor out there. I haven't read that yet. So many books I need to read behind. But I think... Oh, I, I actually I did
0: read uh, the new Thor. Ah. Spish? I had just forgotten that I did it because I thought it was on the list. <laughs> it is pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it's. I think that's the kind of the expectation now. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, it's a Jason Aaron and Thor book.
0: Yeah, it's it's Jason Aaron can write a comic book. Don't know if anyone else knows that.
2: Just in case they they weren't aware. Mm-hmm. He can do that.
0: He is. Uh, he 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 gets he gets a you know about a B plus on it.
2: <laughs> solid, solid B plus.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Mhm. Mhm. Uh I think with that we can call it for weekly floppies. No more floppies for this week. Until next week, there'll be more. There's always more comics. They just keep coming.
1: Mhm.
2: Never stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. It is time for our next segment. It's time for checking in. Checking in is the part show where Eric and I talk about what we've been up to during the the, the past week or so. Nerdy things, recommendations for movies or video games or books or whatever you know experiences even we've even gone so far as to go go to this place and do this thing <laughs> eric what have you done <laughs> what do you want to talk about
0: well obviously we need to talk about uh i mean we need to talk about the force awakens okay but maybe we should talk about everything else first and finish up with that
2: okay sure we so if
0: it. if people have still not watched it
2: I'll i will give a warning right before we start how
0: about yeah I think that sounds about right. So yeah. Uh the only thing that I have really managed to do I have been doing some writing for how to geek again. I have another another article going out tomorrow as of this recording. It will have been out for several days by the time you listen or a day or a couple days by the time you listen to this. But uh I'm really excited. Have I talked much about going back to writing?
2: You mentioned a little bit. I don't think you've gone into full complete detail. There's
0: there's not a, a a whole lot to say. I'm just really thrilled to getting back to doing it because it's I don't know. It it it's always been hmm, I don't know, something that I'm passionate about, something that I enjoy doing and I learn a lot of things and push myself a lot when I do it. The uh former editor at uh Lifehacker is now the editor in chief at How to Geek, so it's fun to be able to work with him as as well. He's a very talented guy. But uh, writing about writing about hash algorithms. So if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, then you need to read it.
2: <laughs> Do you you uh, are are you always writing for a layman?
0: I try to. Yes, I know when I started, they told me that their their usual uh, their usual reader tends to be older, a, a lot less skilled with computers you know so I'm always thinking about that kind of audience or at the very least like I think it's a very important thing to take higher level concepts like that and try and explain them in ways that are simple did I ever tell you about the book I read that explained what object-oriented programming was no I had for years had people try and explain that to me and no one could explain it in a way that I thought was satisfactory. I never got it. And then I read, I think I even checked in with it once. I read a book about JavaScript programming, or possibly it was uh, uh, Python. I don't remember which one it was, now that I think back on that. But it was so beautiful, it just said, object-oriented programming is about doing things with stuff. And I'm like, that's that's like so clear a like literally a a child could understand that, and I don't know. I think it's important to to not obfuscate things with you know language that's too complicated. things should be written as clearly and concisely as possible, and that's that's what I want to work on, if anything. Does that answer your question?
2: Yeah, yeah, you got. I think
0: I think I I I gave a bigger answer than you maybe wanted.
2: It answers the question. I yes. I I wasn't. I you know sometimes like that. I I don't know what you're talking about when you say hash whatever you said. Yes, hashing hashing algorithm. Yeah. So and I'm you know I I'm not super in any of this you know programming or coding or any of that. But I am just by being around several people. Yeah, you learn. I learn things, and I've never yeah. heard of that, so I don't know. Like, I, I well, don't that, writing it's, that it's, for someone who hasn't right. heard of anything is
0: you could you could easily read this article that I've written and understand plenty. Like, you would. It's a very uh, a very misunderstood concept, and it's actually very important uh, because this is about a hashing algorithm that is basically needing to be retired. Because as it stands, it's um, if anything's reliant on it, it uh, it is getting closer and closer to being completely vulnerable. and I explain why. okay but yeah, I, I don't know i'm I'm looking forward to doing more writing and more research and it's just it's just fun it's just good, it's just good work. I like it a lot. And uh, the editor and the site owner both told me they really enjoyed the article, so I feel like I'm doing good work. But I can stop blabbing about that. Talk about cartoons instead. Oh,
2: cartoons.
0: Cartoons.
2: Like Rick what? and I
0: watched Rick and Morty season two. I'm Oh okay. I'm over the moon for this show. I don't know what it is. Like I'm finding a lot of good shows that I just love lately.
2: Is, like uh, I'm probably as
0: obsessed with Rick and Morty as I am with One Punch Man.
2: Is season two where how would you compare it to season one?
0: More of the same. Okay. Like like almost no difference in my opinion <laughs> just as weird just as gross just as dark i think that i think it does go deeper you know it's it's deeper in the characters heads it's deeper in the story season 1 actually seems kind of simple in comparison it, like it does keep sort of getting bigger and bigger but it's it's thoroughly good i don't know i i wish there's more more crazy big stuff like Rick and Morty. It's such a good show. Again, don't think I find it all that funny, but I just really, really enjoy it. But if you have not watched any of it, I I wholeheartedly recommend it. But it is, it is not for people with uh, a weak stomach, let's say no it's, it, gru- it's it's gruesome it can be very, yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: that's the, it it's that's that it kind of goes hand in hand with it. sometimes mean spirited part of it it i don't know it it again i I would also recommend saying it I, again I agree with you that I never thought it was particularly funny it's just more kind of like interesting mm-hmm. but i need I'm I need to watch season two
0: i I recommend it, it if you enjoyed season one it it is literally just more of the same it's done really really well. I'm thinking about watching it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Killer? Killer. Killer?
2: Okay, before you into Star Wars, I will suggest an app. Uh, you already sort of suggested it to me. Yeah, I, I don't, again, I don't...
0: We've discovered there's no Android there's version. There's no
2: Android version. So it's for iOS people only. Uh, it is an app called Fantastic Library. I've seen people mention these. There, there, this is not the only one that does this. There are many other apps that do similar things. Uh, I found this one, uh, after looking through long lists of different ones and saying this thing seemed like the simplest and, and kind of one that suited my needs the best, but it basically categorizes your physical media. Uh, on on your phone, uh, there, I don't believe this one has any like web interface. I think it's only on you know th- native through the app. There are some that have web interfaces as well, but basically you uses your phone as a barcode scanner. Uh, this app at least, and you grab. I have I've used it on my comic books already, my trades and stuff. Um, just to and it is all in my phone now, and now it is very fast. Takes like three seconds for it to scan something, and then it pulls it from you know, an Amazon database or something of where some massive database of all the barcodes. And I think there's only one or two things it didn't recognize, but everything else, it knew exactly what it was. You can categorize it however many ways you want to while you inside the app can change it to, I even did used it on some board games to see how it worked with that. The only problem is it categorizes them as movies, but you just change the name of the category to board games. And then you have, I have, I can scan my board games. I'm going to be doing my books uh, my Blu-rays, my video games, basically everything. Cause at a certain point, like, I go, do I own that movie? Like, I, like, I know I, I, I know I have a problem. Like, I should be able to <laughs> know if I own something or not. But if I bought a Blu-ray four years ago and watched it twice since then, I'm not gonna necessarily remember. Especially considering how many places you can find stuff streaming. Like, did I watch it streaming? Where comic books, it's more like, okay, I read, I know I've read that. Do I own the trade for it? Do I wanna own the trade? And do I, if I, do I have it? You know, like it's like I know I bought single issues a lot of times, but I don't know if I've owned the trade in a lot of cases. Uh, and this is a way like I'm at the store. I want I like this movie. I want to have the Blu-ray for it. Do I already own this? I don't want to buy it again. I can just I could pull out the app and check.
0: I think it's uh, there needs to be an alarm that set that sets off at some <laughs> point that tells you that you're a hoarder.
2: I I don't know. I don't think uh, the, the the Fantastic Library app is going to do that for you, because I think they only are facilitating someone owning m- more and more right. and more. They're invested in it. It costs a dollar for the pro version, which is, I I think that's a very reasonable amount of money for what it's doing. Uh, I mean, even, like, I could go to a store literally and scan the barcode on something, and it will tell me if it's in the library or not, so... And it, it will do, it does batch runs. So if you want to do like, hey, I want 500 things in a row, I want you to categorize them in this specific way, it will do that too. It has it actually a lot of depth nuance. I think if you are an Android user, there's a, another site I came across called librarything.com. Mm-hmm. And I believe that app is for good for everything, but it's that also has a web interface. It costs more money. It's like a service. Um, but. I, I, it also has the added bonus of like you can leave reviews for stuff and have like discussions, uh, like on, like in their community if you want to like, if you want to see what people think about a certain thing or how many people own it. If you like, you know, there's a lot of, I don't, results may vary, I guess, but fantastic library for iOS people. I, it's already proved very useful and I'm, when I finally categorize everything, I think I'm going to be a, be nice for whenever I need it down the road.
0: You never know when you need to know everything that you own.
2: Do I own the 3D Blu ray of Predator? I know I own it on DVD and regular Blu-ray. Gross. Predator is one ugly motherfucker. (laughs) So are you. Hey, that's not nice. I don't fuck mothers. Mm. Mm. Alright. Star Wars spoilers. Right now. Starting. If you don't, if you haven't seen it and don't want to hear us talk about it, we're going to be divulging all plot details, or at least some of them. Uh, so skip ahead until you stop hearing the word Star Wars. Or, 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 you'll you'll you'll
0: hear the next segment bump. That's true. That's that's probably the correct place to
2: listen for that to start listening. Listen for the Mr. Wizard noise. Yeah. Uh, you were you weren't necessarily down on it, but you thought it was mediocre, I don't... right?
0: Mediocre is it's mediocre to mediocre plus.
2: Okay. Like
0: that's it... that is my sincere feeling of it. I kind of do want to watch it again. Just to try and absorb a little bit more, because I did come away from it thinking, "Oh, it's mediocre to mediocre plus." And now I kind of want to see it again and see if my feelings have changed at all after you know the discussion. I don't know. Uh, why don't you tell me about how it's wonderful?
2: It's not. I don't know. It it is. Like, when I, as I, like, as, like, I, having not seen it, you know, the day of it, the day or the week after mm-hmm. it came out, or whatever, I've been privy to all this discussion about people saying, yes, no, it's great, no, it's bad, blah, 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 you know, people wanting George yeah. Lucas back, which, no, please, stay away, George. I uh,
0: don't know, yeah, I don't know that that's exactly the right that, call. That's not a
2: good solution. Uh, if there's a problem, I that's not the answer I want, uh so i in I have had I had a few things spoiled i well I had one big thing spoiled uh which is what that that Han died yeah i that was I found that out through a troll gif on someone's Facebook feed popped into mine and I saw that so you know i it didn't really bum me out that much i you know it and especially seeing what led up to that scene, I was not going, oh so surprising uh but it really, the only thing it took away was like, mm, like I didn't have the will he won't he moment, you know, before he does before Ky- uh, Kylo kills mm-hmm. him, yeah. Um But other than that, like I tried to watch it and just think of like, okay, I'm just watching a movie, not like I don't try to degrade this on some sort of, you know, I'm not I'm trying not I'm trying to think uncritically as possible and just like watch the movie and feel how I feel as it as a movie. And at the end of it, I'm like, it's a good Star Wars, you know, like I think of it as like there's good Star Wars and there's bad Star Wars.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the original trilogy are good. Uh, the prequels are bad. This is a good one. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's better than six. I'll say that. I liked it more than six. It's. I don't know if I like it more than four. I think five still the best. Uh, I think. I don't know if I like it more than four. I certainly see the complaints about it recycling, you know, uh, things from previous Star Wars movies.
0: It abs I mean, it. It's very clearly just trying to prove that it is star wars by doing these things and so many of the problems in it i think are just calculated i don't think i don't know if we've discussed that at all have we
2: no we haven't really discussed much of it uh Mm -hmm. i don't i it's i i see that that is done but Mm -hmm. i i don't care like it's just it's more star wars like i don't like six has a death star too i don't I don't like it when people say oh it has another giant super web, I'm like every Star Wars movie like the the best one is the one that doesn't have one for for the most part. Like that's I guess That's that's kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I I mean but I don't think <laughs> that's it's it's it, it's the it's the best one because
0: it is more original and interesting. I know, but this one just tries to be the same thing again.
2: I don't know what that's, else they could do though. Like, I don't feel like I well, feel like the they thing. had that's,
0: to. That's that's where you bring creativity and thought and effort.
1: Eh,
2: I don't.
0: I I don't think that it's bad. It's just I I can't help but feel that they're just trying so hard to just set up more later. They're just really just trying to make the big loud statement: "Hey, we're Star Wars. Star Wars is back." Yeah, um, yeah, that's, I agree. That, that was like a three hour shouting match of just hey star wars is back oh ah, that's 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 all i really got out of it
2: okay I, i'm gonna ask you this eric you agree that number f- this and this kind of came back to me i think i don't know and why i think i disagree with some people mm-hmm. uh including two of my very close friends uh or at least i don't know disagree but i i, I disagree for a different reason i guess but n- number five is the best one right i think most people agree with that
0: Yes, the, okay. uh, the 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 Empire Strikes Back. Correct. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, that it, you... it, it, it feels it's like it's like next level. It feels so different.
2: Would you put that where would you rank that in your all-time movie list? Like sit, I like... have
0: no idea. Honestly, I need to rewatch all six movies and I've only watched a little piece of the first Star Wars movie. Uh and I only watched a little bit of it, A New Hope recently. I it's been since early college since i've watched any of them
2: i just don't think any of them are even the best one isn't i would not call it a great film i would say it's it's very entertaining and has a lot of mm-hmm. you know good stuff in it and they yeah. were very groundbreaking at the time but yes they're not they're no. they're popcorn movies that yes. a lot of nerds got attached to and mm-hmm. uh, and treat it as their identity in a lot of yes. ways yes yes Most of
0: the, most of what is great about Star Wars is what people bring to it and less about how great it actually is. So you're talking about a new hope?
2: No, uh, five. I think five is uh, the best and I still wouldn't put it, you know.
0: You still wouldn't say it's a great movie?
2: Great film. No, I would not. I think it's good. I think it's a good movie. I think Mm it is definitely the best Star Wars and I think it has a lot of interesting stuff in it, but I don't, I think this is, Interesting. And I think they did do new, I think the new things that this movie did are, are immediately discounted. I think not, no one is bringing up, like I, and I was looking at that, like I was thinking, like, let me try and notice actually things that aren't in prequels or the, Mm -hmm. or the original trilogy. And I'm like, oh, there, there's some stuff in there. Uh, I I don't know. Like it's, it's definitely more, it's definitely aiming for our, you know, the younger generations. Mm -hmm. It is not going for, you know, there's more, it's more touchy feely. I think we've already mentioned the Finn Post stuff. But well, the, is... the, all
0: three of those characters are very clearly trying to make the statement that this is this generation Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That is, that is the other thing that it is saying as loud as
2: it can. Oh, absolutely. And I, I don't, and I, I don't, like it, it, I, I am, I, and I asked, uh, another, uh, one of the, uh, one of the other Erics if he, <laughs> Like, cause JJ Abrams has now done this twice. He has rebooted two classic science, yes. science fiction slash fantasy, uh, uh, pr- franchises. He did Star Trek and now he's done Star Wars. And I asked him, did he, you think that the original, when he rebooted Star Trek, is it any better, is it better than this one? And he said, yes. And I'm like, I don't, they're the same to me. They both use the same exact, like, hey, remember those old characters you knew? Here they are. They say their things. Then they, they kind of disappear for most of the movie. Here's the, mm-hmm. those characters, remember? They're here still. Look at them. Here's technology you remember, but a little bit, it looks nicer. I don't know. Like, it, they're
0: they're both good. You know, the, the gang's all here is a yeah. pretty common thing in a reboot and or a, uh, you know, a new chapter in something that's been gone for a really long time.
2: So, I don't, it's... I think it's it's is it a great film? No, it's it's not. But I think it's entertaining. I don't know. I didn't expect much more than that from it.
0: You know, we have to discuss the elephant in the room,
2: which is just what
0: <laughs> man. I it bothers me so much that Ray is such an incredibly flat character. I don't. I think it's indefensible that that, that people argue about this. I, like, I, I I'm not saying oh I don't want a, a girl Jedi. I'm not saying like any of these things. She's not a strong character at all. She's not interesting. Uh, Eric? She's not a good character.
2: character. Uh, Eric, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say I disagree with you. I'm just gonna say they're all like that. They're, they're all not, that. Every abs- Star
1: Wars character is no, that. No,
0: they aren't. You are crazy. They absolute. Really? <laughs> Luke. Finn is an incredibly interesting character and so is Kylo Ren.
2: I don't think none of them are they're all recycled tropes i mean not even the characters the new one like luke is the same thing like luke is super boring i never cared about luke at all <laughs> han solo is the only interesting character and i'm fairly certain that's just because of harrison ford's charisma like i don't i never found any like or and darth vader is interesting because he wears a mask and you only hear his voice like mm-hmm. that, which is james Earl jones really powerful voice leia princess leia snooze fest i don't like when they say Leia, oh,
0: I would I would completely disagree that I think Luke and Leia are much better characters than Ray is. I, I don't
2: I don't think any of them are great. I, I, I think they're all genre tropes and mishmash of samurai movies and space operas that I've seen a hundred times before. And that and I I know, don't
0: think you saw any of these things before like nineteen seventy eight. I mean, Well, I was I like, no that, you're right, that, I, I didn't I was not I was alive. Saying. That's what I'm saying.
2: What do you, no, they existed before 1978.
0: I don't, I don't doubt that, but it wasn't
2: popular. No, you're right. It wasn't popular, but that doesn't mean they didn't exist. I don't know. Like, I agree with you that she's not a great, I mean, she's fine. I think all of them are fine. I don't, Poe is all Poe's character is literally, we are told he's a great pilot.
0: I not understand he's a, that. that he's a good I'm not, uh, you'll notice the people that I said were good characters. Poe is not one of them. I, I don't, I don't, Poe is as flat as Ray is. The only thing that's added in there is is like the weird romantic twist the actor decided to put in the movie.
2: Yeah, Oscar Isaac is much more interesting though.
0: I get that. <laughs> I The I... whole thing about Ray is the only reason that she's likable is people insert themselves into the character, well, which just... is fine. It's
2: by design. Yes, I yeah, I don't but complaining about I I don't People it's just not about what it it's what Star I, want. I I'm I'm tired Star of being Wars. told that I'm
0: wrong I'm, you're I'm not wrong.
2: You're 100% right in that well, she's a flicker. you you're still
0: just talked over me the same way that literally everyone has when I when I bring this up and it's really incredibly frustrating that like I, I you know I I have an opinion. I have a vested interest in Star Wars because it was important to me as a young person and now everyone Everyone is either like completely doesn't think about it, or they or they act exactly the
2: way you are and saying, "Well, they're all just bad." I'm not saying they're bad. I, again, I don't. I uh, you you kind of are. I'm saying they're they're flat, but yeah, I the genre kind of demands that.
0: I understand that. So I don't. It's tough for me really to look back on these things that I have fond memories of, and they're just not as good as I remember. I mean this that first Star Wars movie I mean it's weird to see it now that it's more important but it was just such of a time that I don't know the world's very different the genres are very different it's it's a little bit like the 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 Shakespeare's cliché trope you know that it was just so important and everything's built on it it's it's like I don't know
2: what Shakespeare hm Shakespeare do you do you think Shakespeare's not good or is that the trope I, don't... I
0: do you not understand the, the trope Shakespeare is cliche? You've not heard that, no. I that's the idea is people say, "Oh, well, all these ideas in Shakespeare's cliche." Yeah, that's because fucking Shakespeare invented all these things, or he. It's discounting the importance of things that were influential. Do you understand what I'm saying?
2: i understand i
0: shakespeare is cliche in quotes i got is a it. trope
2: i got that i yeah. but i but i could talk about shakespeare for a lot longer than i could talk about star wars so
0: well i think there's a little bit more depth there well, one one is one is rightfully remembered in you know english literature for a reason but it doesn't mean star wars isn't really really important
2: i, I I never. It's it is. Yeah, it's no. Star Wars is as a franchise is very important, and I hope you like Star Wars, Eric, because we're going to be getting it for the rest of our lives. I um, don't
0: doubt that. There'll
2: be a Star Wars movie every year until the day we die. I don't know about that. Uh, well, unless if it stops making money, okay, then yes, they'll stop. But
0: there's going to be. I don't think they're going to keep it up every year. There there might be a Star Wars something.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, not like a, year. I know the main, not the main movies, but like they're doing Rogue One squad. Like they'll have side mm-hmm. spinoffs and they're.
0: Oh yeah, there's there's been f- five, four, five confirmed movies. I can't remember which number. But there's a tr- there's I think there's four. There's a trilogy plus. There's a Han Solo movie coming out, and
2: they're doing a Rogue like a squadron fighter pilot movie mm-hmm. as well. So and I'm I don't I, I I'm not saying Star Wars is not important. I'm just saying that. I don't, from someone who has no feelings about it Mm -hmm. or like feelings like, yeah, I watched it on cable a bunch, but I watched a bunch of them on cable a bunch as a kid. So like, it never was like, oh, this is my identity. It's just like, it's another property that has character. And the people who are saying they should, they want George Lucas back to no, 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 no. I think the best thing about this is that it has been, it is now owned by a giant company because now there is collaboration, even if it's by force, you know? There's, I was listening to a podcast about, and this some guy was like a huge defender of the prequels, and he doesn't. Do, okay, I'll ask you this: Did you see this as a true Star Wars movie? Like, do you feel like? Because <laughs> that's, that's I I don't see
0: how. I mean, it seems silly to say that. Like, if 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 George Lucas directing it is your only criteria, that there's tons of stuff that's very apocryphal. I don't know. Now, I have I have no problem with saying that it's a Star Wars movie.
2: Okay, thank you. I just I heard somebody say it's like, well this is not a it's not real Star Wars. It got bought by uh, somebody else. So now they yeah. it's a different thing. I'm like, well, I I don't do you understand how collaborative a film is? Like Oh yeah. Yeah, it there's of many course. many people who contribute like all those model makers. Do you think that George Lucas went and looked at every single model when the, in the original in the originals uh, especially and went, you know, I like that and we need to change that. I I you know, I I have a feeling that it, there's different writers, different directors you know so i i i i feel safer in the, in this in the arms of of, of of disney than i do with George this. but again oh, honestly
0: they've been making a lot of truly excellent content lately so i'm i'm okay with that yeah i my my biggest disappointment was that it wasn't better that it was it was so derivative and it was so the gang's all here and that characters were flat and i mean you know maybe there is some argument to you know i mean what what are you expecting but i don't want to i don't want to think that way i want things that i like to be good i, I don't want to come out of them being like okay well i guess that's a thing
2: you don't need to rewatch the prequels they're, i
0: probably i probably will just torment myself
2: they're they're really bad uh, i i have not seen
0: i have not seen um hell what's the what's what's movie one
2: uh and phantom think, menace is the first one. yeah
0: the phantom menace i have not seen the phantom menace since 1999 perfect sounds, I, sounds perfect I, I really want to watch it again just to just to think on it
2: it those are it, it's i'm sure it's amazing how they took aside from that child who's a t- terrible actor uh mm-hmm. but they took Liam neeson ewan mcgregor Hayden Christensen, Natalie Portman, who in other films are good to great, mm-hmm. even Hayden Christensen, who gets a really bad rap for those movies mm-hmm. and made them terrible, mm-hmm. really bad. It, I don't know. The writing is terrible. George, those are they. Well, it's
0: well established that George Lucas is not a good writer,
2: and he had no. There was no collaboration, of course. In those, that's
0: and, that's that's the real problem. Yeah, this this is what happened to Frank Miller. <laughs> yes. It's the exact same thing
2: i would I would encourage everyone uh, even if you hate the prequels uh which it, it's actually more entertaining this way uh if you go to red letter media uh kind of a film criticism slash kind of humor site where they did full length breakdowns on every prequel like and i mean literally like they're as long as the movie and it's like it is. It has some kind of humor, forced humor in it, but it is honestly some of the best film criticism I've ever seen about Star Wars and about why these prequels are terrible. And they even use J.J. Abrams' Star Trek reboot as, like, a, an example of, like, hey, this is how you make this interesting. It's You know, like, make it compelling exciting. Mm-hmm. But you watch – after I've seen those, I can't watch those movies again and go, like, oh, that's good or that's interesting. It's just, like, oh, that's – wow, they're right. They're terrible. They're really bad. And, like, they look really nice in some places. But other places, actually, the CGI is some of it the worst because yeah. of what it does. It was,
0: it was 1999. Yeah. It was actually probably 1998.
2: 97? When they were... When they no. started production?
0: They might have started late 1997, mm-hmm. but it was probably the bulk of 98 they were making because it was definitely 99 when the movie came out.
2: Yeah, it was 99. And they even... Well, in, in those... In those uh, videos they show some of the behind the scenes stuff which you can find on youtube i think like Mm -hmm. behind the scenes featurettes of george lucas and everyone and everyone's like clearly like oh my god this is george lucas he made star wars and he says something and they're like yeah that's a great idea never not one person goes that was bad or no we shouldn't do that or uh, it's like become a meme about jar jar binks like what he says about jar jar binks He's, mm. he's like, this this is we've got something in him. He's the fun he George Lucas says these words. He's the funniest character we've ever had in a Star Wars movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. He's
2: the most racist character you've ever had in a Star Wars movie. Mm.
0: Well, there's there's time yet. We'll see <laughs> what happens. I
2: think Disney's gonna play it safe. Nah. No. You never know. It's <sighs> a good I don't know. It's fine. I I was it not makes, all struck it, by it.
0: It well no, I don't think it's worthy of, of being awestruck. It's just I don't know. I I I'm tired of being made to feel like an asshole because I want things that I like to be good. That's that's what bothers me. I, I, I hate like having to temper like my expectations with oh well this is this is gonna be kind of shit, but it's gonna be fine. Just turn your brain off. I don't like turning my brain off i even even if even if it's the turn your brain off genre i like, don't. I, I it took me probably a year to to warm up to pacific rim <laughs> i don't I don't get it. It's not why I watch movies.
2: I, I, I would not say you need to turn your brain off to enjoy The Force Awakens. I you just kind of have to immerse yourself in, like, hey, lightsabers are cool, and, like, I, I felt it, you know, it, it's, it actually, as a, like, a, like a piece of construction like it's very tight and concise film like they really do mm-hmm. a lot in that short amount of time and not it's alone not, it's
0: not that short an amount of time but i will agree that they do accomplish a lot of things
2: that's well, only like two it's under two and a half hours
0: that's still a fairly long movie i know i felt my ass squirming a little bit when i was watching it hmm. but i do i do agree with you and it's I it, The problems I have with it do not make me doubt Abrams as a filmmaker at all. Like, I can find good, calculated reasons for every problem I have with the movie. It all makes way too much sense that he did it the way he did. I just wish I lived in a world where Star Wars could be good to me. That's just, that that's my grouse. I think that in terms of the craftsmanship of the writing, the tightness of it, even like the the stupid decisions of rehashing an old film, you know, everything makes a lot of sense. It's all about winning people back, being a big dumb event, and it's made a fuck ton of money. So, I mean, obviously mission accomplished. <laughs> you know, being a
2: they hung the banner.
0: Yeah, I guess so. No, apparently being I, <sighs> Being a fantastic, uh, you know, sound story with amazing and deep characters, not really what it's looking for. But I don't know. I can only fault them so much.
2: You'll get plenty more Star Wars movies that you can hope for the best for.
0: We'll see what we get.
2: Yeah, I don't. I'm...
0: I do think that it's funny that everyone takes it as a personal attack. Whenever any bit of it's criticized, it's, like, such a sacred cow, it's ridiculous.
2: I think people are very sensitive after those prequels.
0: I guess so, but I think it's also just people identify so deeply with it, you know, which we've discussed.
2: Yeah, which, I, I mean, I don't fault them for it, mm-hmm. at least for people from that time period. Cause, but we've discussed this before, uh, the nerds have won, like, ev- like, and everyone likes start, like, started, like
0: it's no, clear. Star Wars is basic. Yeah, it you know Star Wars is like Starbucks. It's like it's super basic. Or it's it's normal.
2: Hey, superheroes. Yeah, well, everyone's, yeah. you know, it's not Exactly. It's the largest properties in the world right now. You're not Absolutely. alone. So when like I love Star Wars, okay, good. I'm glad you did.
0: Yeah. It's not That's, it's hardly it's hardly nerdy anymore. It doesn't it just, it doesn't even count. It's just basic. Star Wars is very basic. Level 1. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Pumpkin spice latte. Mm-hmm. Star Wars talk over for now.
0: I think that's. I think it's enough. Yeah. I'm tired of it.
2: <laughs> uh, I think we could talk. Well, we could talk about some more robots. How about that?
0: I do like robots. Robots are good. Robots are good.
2: BB-8's a cute little thing.
0: Yeah, you can't say anything bad about that. I suppose the thumbs up. Everyone will be talking about that forever.
2: Yeah. It's I, even when I'm so aware of the fact they're trying to market this as a cute little thing, I'm like, I kind of want one of those little remote control BB8s now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I'm totally aware of what they're trying to do to me, and it's working. Mm-hmm. Like I want one of them. I don't even care that much, and I still want. That'd be cool to have a little guy running around the house. The cats can play with it, destroy my $200 toy. How mm-hmm. much it cost?
0: There you go. Star Wars talk's not over.
2: No, well, I I, I think that's spoiler-free that there's a robot in it. What?
0: <laughs> Unfriend.
2: It is time for a final segment. It's time for Nerd Boy Book Club. Nerd Boy Book Club is the part show where Eric and I will discuss a uh, generally collected work in, in depth like you would in a book club. Uh, this week we are doing Alex and Ada Volumes 1-3. That is the entirety of it uh, by Jonathan Luna and Sarah Vaughn. Uh, you had read just the first trade of this, Eric?
0: No, I ended up buying the second one. Oh. Okay. I, I bought the, I got the first one in a humble bundle, and then I bought the second one, but I had not read the third one. I, it's difficult for me to describe this story without using the word "cute," <laughs> it's it's a very cute story.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, it's yeah, it's adorable.
2: It is you take out a little bit of the discussion about sentience and it is a romantic comedy. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and I don't, I, I don't dislike that honestly. No,
2: no, it's, it's, it feels very, it's a very, I don't know. It, 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 in its simplicity, it it is well executed and like, Mm -hmm. these are real people. Like, you know, I never went, Oh, that feels, that's still like the writing, the dialogues all felt natural, real. Mm -hmm. Like, which I think is my main problem with most romantic comedies. Yeah, is that it? Doesn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. It feels very fake and like uh, kind of
0: yeah, people are roles.
2: Yeah, orchestrated. And this felt actually more realistic in a certain way. But it's it's it. I, it's like this is like Zoe Deschanel and Joseph Gordon Levitt.
0: Mm-hmm. That's pretty good casting, I think.
2: Well, they were they were in a, a Five Hundred Days of Summer movie, which is yeah, kind of that thing where it's more realistic like comedy kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, where do you want to start with this? I like I like it. I'll say that. You know?
0: I do like it too. I was a little disappointed by the time I got to the end. Not that it was a bad ending, just that it was I don't know, a little little corny in terms of the sort of overly bittersweet ending. You know? Did you get that at all?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I don't. It was like you said, the ending's not bad. Mm-hmm. It it kind of feels like it comes really fast. Yes. and I mean,
0: basically 25 years of his life go by in an eye, in an eye blink in the story.
2: Which, I, I I mean, like, yes, it's prison. It's going to be extremely dull. Like, that is what prison is. It's very boring. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, to have so much, it's so compressed in, like, the last little tiny bit of it, and then suddenly, oh, happy, he spent 25 years. Like, I, that's not... He's remarkably well-adjusted for spending 25 years in prison. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. That much time in a jail cell would yeah, affect absolutely. you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's think.
0: completely glossed over. I,
2: I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm not... i never... I didn't really ever follow the this book when it was coming out. I, I don't know if... Have you heard anything about it? Like, did it just... Was it like, oh, we need to end this because it's not selling very well, or...
0: It's possible. I,
2: it, and... Kind of, and like he just, and she's, oh, and it's just, it feels like they had to explain away the stuff that happens, you know, with the the police and everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But they, like, it's, evading a rat, like, like, I don't, he didn't do anything that I think would deserve 25 years in prison, honestly, is another problem no. I have with it. That you get, for nowadays, you get like five or 10 for that at most, and then you get good behavior and be out in like three. Like our prisons are tremendously overpacked with people.
0: Particularly considering like he's clearly from money. Yeah. You can't tell me like he he or his parents had to have inherited a tremendous amount of money.
2: Yeah. From his grandmother who had enough money to buy two of these two million
0: dollar androids. Yeah.
2: So no lawyer that can't a good lawyer would have gotten that sentence way down. Oh absolutely yeah i it that's the thing like that just the last bit it just it like everything up to that point I thought was really was 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 well crafted mm-hmm. but that last issue just seems like hey twenty five years in prison and she's fine, and you're happy ever after, even though you look older, but you're you're still fine mm hmm mm mm-hmm. see comes a little too easy. Or reminding me actually of our complaints about in a different way. This book reminded me a lot of the sculptor actually.
0: The sculptor, huh?
2: Yeah. I don't know I think some of it's just the art style. Um, they look
0: I think the sculpture looks way better no the sculpt-
2: it... the sculptor does look better, but i I don't know, like it's just reminding of it in like a vague way. I
0: and think it does have that sort of manic pixie dream girl trope in
2: there, doesn't it? yeah, that's the other thing, like this yeah. relationship and like him consciously going like, do I go with this person who was basically constructed for me, yeah, and all that stuff um but it i the sculptor does look a lot better uh do you want to talk about the art a little bit um yeah,
0: I think Sarah Vaughn does a very good job. She's not someone I'm really familiar with. Uh, uh, Loon, Jonathan, outside Jonathan, Jonathan Luna, yeah, honestly. she's she's no, I get that. Okay, but I've not read any of them. No, I haven't either. But uh, yes, I'm I'm familiar as far as that's concerned. I'm just haven't really read any of them. Um, she's certainly competent, but it's like naive, you know.
2: No, that Eric, that's what I'm saying. Jonathan Luna is the artist. Sarah Vaughn is the writer.
0: Really? Okay, yes. forgive me. How did... He was credited first, though. That's what's thrown me.
2: I don't know what they did. It's just when you look at the credits in the beginning, it says, story and script, Sarah Vaughn, Jonathan Luna, story with illustrations.
0: Okay. Excuse me. I'm an imbecile. I uh, have thought this whole time... Yeah. Okay. Well, that explains a lot. This is... this is uh,
1: hmm.
0: Alright, well, really, my statement doesn't change, other than the fact that you've... Made me less dumb now, thank you for that it's um d- yeah, I know right it's just it's throwing me that they're credited in the other, the opposite direction It's so weird yeah um it's it's very stiff, very naive i mean they're they're it's not stellar stuff, you know i mean it it certainly communicates the emotion and the storytelling very well, mm-hmm. but it's it's very bleak it's very empty the characters i don't know they look like they they do definitely communicate like they're they're very human but it's still it's a little bit like watching a diorama or like watching someone play with barbie dolls you know it's 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 weird traced photographs and really clunky I don't know. It just doesn't. It just doesn't overwhelm me so much. It's like watching uh, a soap opera a little bit too.
2: Yeah. It in the with like the set dressing, you know mm-hmm. that there's it's very limited and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like. It felt like uh, to me like that you brought up the Barbie dolls. Mm. It makes me think of like Fantastic Mr. Fox mm-hmm. or something where it's just like broader movement and stuff like that. I don't know. It it, it even at a certain point. It, I don't know if, like, the lack of background stuff is to make it feel emptier because of the fact that technology has replaced so much. Mm -hmm. Because I know they have, like, you know, you just go, like, you don't, no one even has a computer, which Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a thing that's going to.
0: He does have a computer in his office.
2: Oh, that's true. At work, he has one. But at home, he doesn't. He just kind of goes into it if he wants to do this. Yeah. 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 Which I don't know if we're ever going to get to that point.
1: I guess if you, like when if you,
0: they're when they're everywhere, I mean, to say that you won't just have one, it kind of makes sense to me that it's kind of a dying platform to sit in front of a computer and do things that it's will probably be replaced by some other way to digest the same thing.
2: I don't think it's going to be like I, I understand that they have to kind of show it so he talks into it, everything and stuff like that, but like. I like thought control computers. I, I, I think it's always going to default to the fastest thing, like the most the easiest thing that can like, I don't know, but is, I don't like, I I think I read some of that emptiness. It's just the fact that I, I it, because of everything is inside, the comp- you know, inside their heads, mm-hmm. there's less decoration in the apartments. Maybe people have less connection to actual physical objects because digital, everything is right there um i but that's me just kind of making excuses for the fact that a lot of the backgrounds are D
0: mm-hmm. it never feels like anything but an artistic choice to me
2: no i'm just trying to explain it away mm-hmm. uh no
0: i know i mean i think it's a it's a fairly valid explanation but i think that yeah it's it's more a decision or a lack of uh i don't want to say a lack of skill but it's mm. <laughs> It's Phil Noto disease more than anything.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say like, and Phil Noto has largely was was cleaned up his act. Yeah, and Black Widow that is not an issue from what I've read. It seems like he's gotten past it to a certain extent. I don't know, like it's it's kind of a hard thing because a lot of this book is just talking. Yeah, yeah, and like getting to making it dynamic and interesting, I guess, is the hardest thing. Like, I, and I never was bored with, like, the art, and I never thought, oh, this is, like, dull, but. No. I think I just kind of got into, so invested in the, the, the story about, and, and frankly, the, like, we'll get to it at some point, the, both of our interests in AI and sentience mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and questions of, of what a person is and stuff like that. Um, I think that is my, like, aside from the ending, that is my other main complaint about this book, is that it doesn't, like it never goes all the way with that and it ties kind of into the ending and that oh 25 years pass, so people get more open-minded I, I don't know like it i don't feel like like there's a more nuanced look into things there that it just kind of goes past because it, the romance is always the first thing they talk do you wish there was more in there about more discussion more stuff about what ai and sentience means and all that
0: I mean, naturally, yes. I think uh, I think I would have if I'd had my druthers. I would remove these last two issues and just let it run for a couple of years. Because I I don't know, it was cute, it was fun. I I really enjoyed it, and I I could. It's a subject that I will never get tired of seeing people explore until the inevitable machine uprising. Then it's just passe. Um.
2: Then then it will be all fiction.
0: It will be um, man. It'll be all fiction. It'll all be mandatory.
2: Yep. I, I don't like it. It's just like it is cute, mm. and I think that's what it is. Like I, I guess it's not gonna give you more than like the very surface level. Of, like here is a robot that looks like a pretty girl, and now she's a person, sort of. You know, she has personhood at least. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that is not an interesting question anymore. To, to me, I think getting to deeper things is having played Soma recently, which is an entire game about that, and and even Fallout 4 to a little a lesser extent is a, a lot of you know what is a person and all that. But this is very surface level kind of exploration. Like I, there's harder questions more than hey, this attractive for per- is this attractive person a robot or not, or is there are they a person are they sentient are they a person or are they just you know if something can be destroyed are they a thing. No, no. I I think for this being a cute romance story, it couldn't do much more than this with that. Unless it like you said went on for much longer. Because you kind of can't do everything, you know. You have to pick your battles.
0: No, it's true. I think within that exploration, we do get we do get some time to dwell because it is more character focus. We do get time to dwell on what Ada's character is and the, she gets a lot of character moments, a lot of weird things that she decides to do that are very interesting. Yeah, and it, you that that's kind of what gets my gears turned. It's like, well, why did she do that? Why would she think or act that way? That that makes it interesting to me, and that I think is it's something just beyond that surface level, you know? Yeah, that it's hinted at. There's there's depth there, but it's not explored. You know, there's there's intelligence and character, and there's some clear thought into that. But I do wish that it had gone a lot deeper. I think there's a lot more there to mine out.
2: And yeah, like like the those robot the one the robots that looked non-human but still were sentient. I thought that was. I I feel like there's those are that's a more interesting thing Mm than than uh the, the this the you know the so the the ones that look human for all like events and purposes. And me seeing like that bit at the end where he like suddenly goes into her uh, her code or whatever whatever you want her neural network if you want to call yeah. that that thing like
0: whatever that silly thing is. How
2: how does he do that?
0: None of it it doesn't make sense. I was just like okay, this is dumb. I'm gonna pretend this isn't a thing.
2: Yeah, I I don't like that it it I think that just ties back into the, our problems with the ending. But I don't think you can do. Do you ever do you think that this shouldn't have a happy ending?
0: Mm. That's the thing. It's not a terribly happy ending. I, mean, I, I I do think that that's a big part of why he gets such an incredibly harsh prison prison sentence. Is so it's not like oh super happy ending. I almost kind of wish that it did just go full on rom com and had a stupid happy ending, but at the same time, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it. I just kind of wish it wasn't this ending. I feel like you could do a cathartic, like sad ending, or you could do a happy ending. You could do either one better than this.
2: I, when I was when I was reading it I did not predict a, a happy.
0: Mhm. No, it it has that tragedy sort of tone, I uh, think.
2: Well, I mean, and they kind of get around it by going, "Hey, like it's 30 years later or whatever." You know, it it's 25 years later and people have changed. Mhm. In that I don't know. It when I was reading this, I'm like immediately after he chooses to get her unlocked, you know, to have her sentience unlocked. I went, there's no way this ends happily. I'm like, mm-hmm. th- there's two ways this ends. Either she leaves him forever and disappears, or he leaves with her and disappears. I'm like, and instead they just went, oh, he gets arrested and she locks herself inside her own head and then they wait for a long time. And I, if you're going for a cute ending, I guess that's the best you can do after everything that's happened, but I, I, I did you ever feel like, did you think that this book knows what it is? Because that I think I kind of feel like that a little bit sometimes.
0: That's not a bad way to look at it.
2: Cuz it does that cute romantic comedy stuff, but it also mm-hmm. tries to broach some of that AI and what is a person kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. you
0: know, I don't think it I don't think it's a complete failure. I mean, I think it pulls no, no, off no. a lot of these things really well. It just I don't know, it just kind of doesn't land it at, well at the end, so it's There's no reason it couldn't have done these things. I think it just needed probably two or three more books to really get it figured out. Or to probably attempt less and, you know, be more concise. It definitely could dial it back and focus more on plot and less on character. It'd be a pretty different story then.
2: Yeah, it would. And that's the thing, like, I just feel like it needs to choose a direction, and said it chose me mm-hmm. with the especially that ending.
0: Yeah, I I am largely unperturbed, okay, because I think a story like this, a big part of it is just sort of dealing in the world, and you know, it's like taking a big meandering walk with the characters. It's it's less about um, really concise, tight plot, and I'm 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 willing to forgive sort of some clunkiness on uh you know an ending that doesn't quite work out or you know a, it it doesn't quite get in one genre box or the other like i i i have less problems with that i think that what it does well you know it 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 has merit because of the things that it does well it's okay i'm uh i'm happy with what it is i just sort of wish that uh I don't know whether it's more time or whether they just sort of fell apart at the end. It could be perfect, but I'm—I don't know. I'm not unhappy that it is what it is.
2: I wish Alex was a little bit more flawed. Yeah, he's so lame. Like he Aida, really is. Ada's way more interesting than
0: she definitely is. is. But I think she's—I think she's supposed to be. Yeah,
2: I agree. I wanted—we didn't get enough grandma. No. Oh,
0: she so is she is a, a goddamn character.
2: Yeah, she's Fucking interesting. Fucking robots and Yeah.
0: buying dropping a cool mill on a birthday present. Where's her money
2: come from? Can we not get any information about that? She was a bootlegger. So <laughs> what she was. <laughs> she used to
0: sell ecstasy and EDM music. <laughs> oh no. My god. <laughs>
2: Talking about sex with your grandson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Talking about d- doing it with some robots. Doing it
2: with some robots. Just she only had one robot. Mm,
0: strapping, that we know of
2: strapping dude. I guess that's fair.
0: You know she had one of those autos with some attachments.
2: No, oh, well before. I mean when you had to get by with that.
0: Yeah. Grandma ain't slumming it anymore.
2: <laughs> and where's we don't get information about his parents too. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like he calls them, but yeah. But you know I you have to kind of. Make those make those decisions to tell the story in such a short amount of time. It's only 15 issues, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of story for 15 to try and do all that and have it, you know, so character based on. Especially these two characters. Do you think we've reached a a, a, a a critical mass of AI stories yet, Eric?
0: I no, I have not gotten tired of them yet. Okay. I feel like. I don't know. When they're not done so well, they intrigue me because I think about how can they be done better. And when they're done well, it just blows my mind and fascinates me. Like, I still get chills thinking about um, thinking about Legion saying no data. Right. That, ooh, God, yeah.
2: You need to play Soma.
0: <laughs> I probably do.
2: You should play that game. You'd like it a lot.
0: I don't doubt it.
2: It's really you have to do some fucked up stuff in that game. Excellent. If you want to keep going, <laughs> and I just I really want to tell you about one right now, but I'm not going to. It's probably for the best. It's good. Hey Eric, you know, never mind. No, wait. I'll <laughs> I can't. I'll stop. Uh oh. No, 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 no. I'll stop. Uh, do you? I, I do you think this is ever something we're gonna actually have to worry about?
0: AI is a really, really huge problem. I mean that's sort of the thing that people don't realize is it's the more we work on it, the more we learn about it, the more, the, the bigger, the problem seems to get. It's just one of those pits that just keeps going and we're figuring a lot of things out, but it's, I mean, it is an unimaginably huge problem. I don't know that it's going to happen in our lifetimes. I don't know.
2: I think we'll have uh sex robots that, effectively work like she's supposed to they won't have any secret secret AI though No. in our lifetimes
0: no yeah we're we're a lot we're not as far away from that and there will definitely be sex robots god damn surely there will be
2: I was listening to a podcast talking about VR porn Mm -hmm. and how like like in everything
0: we're only a couple of years away from that
2: Oculus Rift comes out in like three months Mm -hmm. so
0: well it's $600 also
2: People really want to fuck things without leaving their house and or talking well, to anyone.
0: I mean, that's that's literally why you have a relationship.
2: No, well, you have to talk to for a relationship. You
0: have to talk to one person. <laughs> that's, that's that's why you pick one that you like talking to. I,
2: I, the, I think the the largest consumers of virtual reality porn may uh, may have problems with that.
0: That's probably true
2: in some regard. Either it, I don't, I'm not going to get into that, but. I feel like that is another thing that is not, uh, like, I, I guess it's not a bad thing that this book makes me want more, like, discussion about. I'm, like, you know, like, I'm like, it's very fascinating. Mm-hmm. And the culture. Like, that weird dude that wants to, like, be robot swingers with Alex. Yeah. Like, that's, like, I want, like, what's the weird, like, I want to see more of, like, the, all this adjoining culture that we don't see in this because it is so character focused. But that's not its fault.
0: I had totally forgotten about that guy.
2: <laughs> He's like, I only have this old model.
0: Did they solve the lube problem? That's such a such a weird thing to say to someone on the street that you've never talked to. Did they solve the lube problem?
2: Hey, did you ever think about trading? No, 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 goodbye, forever, don't talk to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yep. I'm not a weirdo. Like, I just like to fuck my robot. Come on.
0: Hey, 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 somebody's got to do it. Where do you think you get new robots from?
2: I'm sure that if whenever we make a humanoid robot, it's that's certainly going to be the first we we'll do it.
0: Mhm. Yes.
2: Although the crossing the uncanny valley will be tricky.
1: Mhm.
0: That's what uh I don't know. That'll be the first cybernetic organism. <laughs> Weird. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
2: I think that's the the the, the I think the big this biggest strength and weakness of this book. is the fact that it managed to make such a cute character piece out of something that is inherently kind of icky Mm -hmm. but also uh, the ickiness is sometimes what I want out of it like to explore the weirdness Mm -hmm. what so you know but that's again it only dips its toe into that stuff for the most part it is focusing on the relationship and there's you know some government stuff happening around them but I never feel like that's It never felt like that's the focus you know it never felt like oh is she a person is the focus like it's like it's clear that she's a person you know it's clear that she's should have personhood non-human person as they are categorized but i'm sure there's many science fiction books that i've read that cover all that stuff anything else you wanted to, to touch on eric nothing Okay. It's, this
0: book is so cute. It's cute. It's the the cutest.
2: It's very cute and like, it's, it's a romance. I, it's not a, it's not really a comedy. I call it a romantic comedy. I think is unfair because it's not hilarious or anything, but it is a, it is a romance in a certain way. You know, it is about, it's like, it's romance in like the sense of like a, like a fifties romance, you know, like a, a long protracted courtship and struggle about, you know, these two people. And it just happens to have a robot in it. Multiple robots to be fair.
0: Bunch of robots.
2: Next folks. Next folks. Next folks.
0: <laughs> yes. As
2: yes. opposed to the last folks. Last folks. Next week, folks, we will be reading The Wake. Scott Snyder and Sean Murphy. Ten issues uh, in its entirety. Winner of the 2014 Eisner for Best Limited Series. So We'll see. I I think I've read the first two issues of that. I haven't read anything after. I'm very interested to see how that went. I'm uh, Always a fan of Sean, Sean Murphy's art and... Snyder, you know, I'm still not sure if I like, I think Scott Snyder's a great writer, I'm not sure if I like him.
0: (laughs) That is an interesting distinction to make there.
2: Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, but that'll be next week, so read along with us, uh, but I think that will do it for this week, we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour, you can find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com uh, everything's there, if you like the show, please rate, review, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us, it really helps us out it helps new people find us, of course we'd love it if you would suggest us to your comic friends uh, we always like listeners if you want to reach out to us, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash handsomeboyscomicshour uh, follow us on twitter at hbchour emails handsomeboyscomics at gmail com uh any of those places uh say hello we'd like to hear from you guys we want us to listen if you want if you want us to read anything in particular please suggest either you know new books or uh for a book club you know we will definitely uh try and accommodate any suggestions you can find me on twitter at mixed master serial that's m-i-x-m-a-s-t-e-r-c-r-e-a-l eric where can they find you online
0: what an excellent question you can see my portfolio by going to freewillunlimited.com and see most of the things I get up to online by going to ericzgoodnight.com. That includes my Instagram where I am known as easygoodnight and my, and on Twitter I am, uh, at Mr. Bad Example spelled M-R Bad Example.
2: So with that folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one.
0: Rock and roll.